five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello. Pillars of Community episode 17, I think. 17. Um, uh, across from me is a good friend of mine. Known him for a while. Uh, got to know him through his son, Jake. Um, but this is Jake's father, Dave Giulieri. Welcome. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> good to have you. I remember just about, like going thinking about that. My dad used to always say, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Billy Garish's father. That's right. <laughs> Do you get a little bit of that now? Uh, with Jake you, or your daughters? You think you used to be big until you have kids and then you're their parents. Yes. It's, it's a beautiful, like humbling experience, I guess, right? Well, so, something like that. <laughs> Still got to keep your edge. There you go. Yeah, exactly right. So um, it is a little bit of a rainy Wednesday, um, but what have you What have you been doing? To, have you been golfing at all? You're a golfer, right? I play some. Yeah. Uh, I played for the first time last week. I got to tell you, like we were talking about before, you hit play. Anything to be normal. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Any and, and golf is like a normal activity and something you can do outside. One of the things you mentioned, my son. One of the things we've been doing just to be normal. Yeah. Is go to his lacrosse games. Amen. Yeah. And those are healthy outlets. You know, golf is. Golf is one of those things. I think the, the participation in golf has went up. It has to. Since, since the yeah, pandemic. Absolutely. It's a no-brainer. It's not like you, basketball will be almost the opposite. Right. You're not going inside and getting sweaty up on people, you know? You keep your social distance. Uh, I think that's what's going to be a, a late to return to uh, normal. The normal hoop. Yes. The hoop. But uh, we got lacrosse. So Jake, um, uh, he's at UVA. He's a Wahoo or Cavalier. Um, and he's a sophomore. Um, and they're playing lacrosse down there. They are. Almost all, uh, across Division One, except for Ivy's we're talking about, are are geared up, right? They're playing. Yeah, so we feel lucky that they've got a pretty much a full schedule. Yeah. So and I know the Big East, or excuse me, the Big Ten, locally, Maryland, they're just playing in-conference. So uh, UVA has had both in and outside conference. So we've had some outlets. Smart. Um at least you're playing. You know, that jump back a year ago, and we, we weren't doing much of anything. That's you know? right. That's right. Uh, I was talking to, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Timmy Curlin is a senior at, at Georgetown Prep, and also Jack Callahan, and they couldn't be more happy just to, to be suited up, and they, they get, they're getting at each other. You know, they, they have some games scheduled, but who knows how many actual games that will come to, to fruition. But it's just it's getting, the competition. That's what I always like, the competition element this whole year thing has just not been there well if you think about it if you're guy or girl and you're used to competing and you're used to being active and they've taken that away from you for the last 12 plus months Mm -hmm. just imagine what's going through your body you know and just you know who cares about the parents returning to normalcy how about the kids right that's absolutely correct and it's like you know as you probably age like you become more into routines and stuff like that the real kind of like molding and learning is done the younger you are and to, and to take away a year of development from a lot of these kids is uh it's heart-wrenching um and and the, the competition element nobody wants to compete anymore <laughs> i mean they do but they 
like given the chance, a lot of these kids to stay home or go to school are like, I'll stay home because I can do it in my pajamas and I don't have to wake up too early and I don't have to eat breakfast. I can eat breakfast during my break. I can sleep more. I mean, and, come on. Right. And it's very. <laughs> you stand for that. Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and then, and if you try to give the opposite view, uh, it's not looked upon favorably, right? By the kid. Or others, right? They'll oh, say, my God. Hey, yeah, get yeah, out yeah. of bed. Yeah, get, yeah. Get your, get, do something. Yeah. You're like, ah, you're pushing too hard. Oh, yeah. You can't win, right? Right. Um, but then, like, it's, it's hard on the, on the parents. I've been dealing with some uh, families and stuff. It's like, <laughs> sometimes you just got to throw your hands up. Sometimes. Sometimes. You know? It, it, Pick I, your battles, right? Exactly. Nothing. And there's, a lot of times, there's, there's no right answer. Mm-hmm. And you've got to just make every compromise you pro- probably can and know that even if you do that, there's some people going to look down on you and uh, you didn't do it right. That's right. You can't, you can't please everybody. But uh good thing about it is we're, the light is, is, is definitely at the end of the tunnel. We're staring it down and uh, hopefully next school year, by fall, everything's back. I think that's, uh, I think everything's that, in the rearview mirror. I think it's realistic. And the way, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to sit on this. We're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy this spring, you know, and hopefully the Cavaliers can make a, a splash, you know. Yeah, we're fine. talking about the ACC. We're like, all right, um, Duke's good. Um, I don't know about Syracuse. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Everybody. Carolina. Really like, good. All right, well, Virginia's in the ACC last time I checked. That's right. Notre, <laughs> Notre Dame. Got to get on their game, right? It, it uh, I would say the ACC in Maryland are if you're into lacrosse, those are the yeah yeah. Th- there it is. But UVA's. Yeah, so uh, I would say, and this sounds trite, but they've they've done great. They're top ten, but they're yeah. actually a little disappointed. They should have had some better results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's March, not May, right? So that's one of the things I love. Don't want about. to peak too early. Right? Exactly right. It don't matter when you peak. Uh, my coach said that in college. You know. <laughs> You know, you're not saying that when you're playing really well, though. You right, know, right. You find the right phrase for the right that matches the circumstance. Um, Did I ever give you my Billy Garrish story down at Duke? I don't know. Now's the perfect time to tell it, though. So, uh, my kid played at prep, and we're down on a spring break trip playing a couple North Carolina teams. And we go into the hotel bar to uh, get ready uh, just to have a drink before we go to dinner. And it happens to be the Duke uh, March Madness game. I I forget Uh who they're playing, Uh but it was a big game, and the bar starts really filling up. And I couldn't get to the bar, okay? And there's these two guys and one girl, and they were kind of boxing me out. Every time I'd go to the right, they'd shift to the right. Every time I'd go to the left, they'd shift to the left. And one guy, right? Basketball. (laughs) Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they thought I was trying to get a bar seat, but I was just trying to get an order in. Yeah. Anyway, one of the guys, he had to be six six two thirty. Yeah. I mean, so one time he goes left, I quickly go right, and he he kind of recovers, and he but he doesn't stop. He comes full into me. Okay. So now I'm like, great. All right. Yeah. Now I'm like, great. I've got a. You know, people are looking at me. I've, I've got a few orders ready to get. And they're like, okay, how's he going to handle this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I look at him and I say, hey, man, I'm just trying to get to the bar. He's like, are you sure? And all of a sudden. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're really trying to do yeah, something well, with well, him. I think he's thinking that I'm going to try to uh, 
capture bar space and stay there because mm-hmm. the TV's there and watch two mm-hmm. hours of the Duke game, mm-hmm. which would really, mm-hmm. uh, Makes sense. you know, cramp 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 his style, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I start talking with him and so forth. I'm like, nope, just getting a couple beers. We're here on lacrosse thing. Lacrosse, I played lacrosse here. And so it goes from kind of an animosity thing to a, we just start talking and I break him down a little bit. And I said, okay, here's a long shot. But I know one Duke lacrosse player that's <laughs> roughly your age. I'm going to throw out a name here. Billy Garish. And he goes, Billy Garish? <laughs> you're, uh, then he commandeers the whole bar. He goes, you're not going to believe this story. No. You're not going to believe this. And I say, okay, got to hear it now. And he says, "He's a, I'm a freshman. He's a senior. And I walk in after my first or first week of practice and there Billy Garrish is sitting naked in the locker room <laughs> cross-legged reading the Wall Street Journal <laughs> I said All right. I, I think we know the right guy <laughs> I wouldn't it's, it's, I think I might have told me that story but it's like I don't know if I ever really read the Wall Street Journal I mean I did <laughs> But I would be sitting there reading something. You think it was a And I might be sitting there. It was a comics. <laughs> in, in the nude, reading something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know? All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Funny. <laughs> that bar that you're speaking of, I think it goes by the name of the Bull Durham Lounge. It's at the Washington Duke Yeah, Inn. that's right. That's right. Okay. My dad, uh, kind of like, like you have been doing with Jake, um, he would go to all my games. He, would go, he wouldn't almost ever miss and he would pull into the Washington Duke Indian Golf Club down there. And um, he's like, I'm back. I'm back to my club of the South. Okay. <laughs> it's a good one. And he would, he would love it. Love, I mean, I love that. That Bull Durham Lounge, man. It's a good spot. And that it golf is. course is nice. Yeah. 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 We uh, tooled around there for a little bit. Just talking to, going to UVA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin. So, you know, I don't know. If, do you know Kevin Hughes at all? And Jack Hughes. I don't. Yeah, they're modern modern day family. Uh, anyway, Jack is a senior, and he's going to UVA next year. And I'm like, and then Kevin's like, I gotta go visit. I'm like, I don't want to go visit. Yeah. Uh, we uh, I was like, all right, you got you got to run and mate. So, um, and then I brought up the restaurant, the Aberdeen Barn. Does that ring a bell? It doesn't. Check it out. Okay. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I think you sit down there, and the first thing they do is they bring you like a crock of cheese. And some like breadsticks. It's like this is good. And then they got prime rib, like the you know, and that really size of a book. So if somebody brings a crock of cheese and breadsticks to you, automatically that's like your favorite restaurant. It, yeah, it shoots way up there. Okay, you know, right. that's a high bar. I mean, bread. I'm happy with bread. Okay, <laughs> but, but if it's a crock of, of cheese, it's a new level. Breadsticks. Okay. Yeah, you got you got you you've completely secured my attention. All right. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Good. Uh, so Jake, Jake's doing well down there. He's a sophomore. He's truly happy. Yeah. Oh so. man. And he, yeah, he likes. To, I mean, we talked a little bit earlier. He likes the school. I think that's the is key. It, is it a, yeah, it's a good match. It's a good match. My dad used to say, "Pick the school you you want to go to if you weren't playing a sport." That's right. So good. I'm very happy. What's he studying? Do you know? It's funny. I mean, he's he's got to pick his major next week. <laughs> so he's in full scramble mode, trying to see what credits he has to match up. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Biz? What'd you major in? A sociology and religion. Would you change that upon further reflection? Um, maybe, 
But I, I like I, I thought about this. My 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 college brain. I was like I wasn't almost ready for uh, real studying. I don't think I wasn't that interested in the classes that I took. Um, and uh, it doesn't sound great going to a great institution like Duke, but that was just my where I was in my life. You know. So I, what, what okay. I studied, what I really enjoyed there was uh, a mu- I got I, I studied a lot of music, a lot of classical music. Interesting. And I really got into that, took classes on that, and I actually wrote a senior, a senior thesis on Beethoven and his sort of his influence in history. Um, that's what I loved. That's what I'll remember from my Duke education. And it wasn't even something I majored in, really. Right. That's interesting. I mean, I, I, maybe, I, maybe I'm kind of common. I don't think... I wouldn't throw that word around when I'm talking about Billy <laughs> No, the experience... I mean, you're not going to remember all your classes, but I think it's a win if you can find an area of study um, that really grasps you grabs you and you stick with it and, and and to this day I listen to Beethoven all the time I love classical music interesting um, so then again I'm literally just this conversation now I think it was a good I wouldn't change I wouldn't change anything so if you had a former student who was picking a major doesn't matter what advice would you um, now that you've had all this experience, if he's, not, if he's not into anything hard, like yeah, you know, law or medical, um, I would just get in the business of people, or like just to take classes that just the liberal arts approach is never bad, you know, whatever. That's the thing with sociology. That was the most liberal arts. I think my dad told me, uh, master or major. Okay, it allows you to pick a lot of electives and just grab different areas of study, and that way maybe you find something that really lights your fire. And that might have that might have worked for me, you know. I was like, I'll take a music class, a sociology music class, my thing. And then I was like, I really want to study more music. Well, I, I I'm not so much as a classical guy as you are, but I do the sociology thing. is interesting because it's kind of like how people behave under certain circumstances, yeah. which can apply to almost any field. That's exactly right. Um, you probably read some Malcolm Gladwell. You know, we were just talking about him before yeah. the thing. Like it's just uh, that's that's it's really fascinating stuff. I mean, that you boring on like psychology or something. It's, I don't think it's ever bad. Also, to I mean, I don't know economics, you know, or or some sort of business thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you do that, but that doesn't mean just because you do that doesn't mean you're going to be good at business. You know, I'm I'm think I'm pretty good with I I understand the workings of of you know I think business and people, and I didn't really take any of those classes. So in many ways, it's getting a cat. What 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 really just sort of what does he like to to read or yeah he likes to does he like to read he is a reader the reader and uh, he's reading try to you know bend it, that toward a major which is uh, amazing to me which is totally unlike me because yeah. I'm not very I'm pretty I don't know yeah uh, but he he can do poetry and stuff it's yeah. crazy so he's maybe he's takes a little after you ah <laughs> maybe he's one of my one of my favorites at modern day first grade um. I think I called him Chef Chef Julieri, Chef Boyardee or something like that. Okay. Something stupid. Anyway, yeah, first eight in eighth, eighth grade. And anyway, um, of your kids, what do you, would you? Who's your? I bet, I bet you'd say. Would you say this answer? Like you see different parts of you come out in your kid. Which one is there? One that's most similar to you of your kids? So it's so it's Jake and it's Lauren and it's Ryan. Yeah, right? yeah, it's interesting because. I would swear they come from the same parents, but they're so different. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, so I'm an only child. Yeah. So all I really cared about was my kids actually getting along with each other. Yeah. 
and uh, that's still what we call work in progress. Uh huh. Yeah, it's better. It's better than it was when you were teaching them. Yeah. But it's still a work in progress. But as far, uh, I, I guess I can catch a little bit. Uh, you know, you always hopeful that just the the things in your brain that you you're, you're not s- super. Um, that you don't want to pass on, don't flare up at some, certain uh, times, yeah. right? So, the best of you. The best yeah, of you. yeah. So I'm trying, uh, trying to coach that out of them. But I understand. It's it's, uh, it's tough when it comes directly from, from the father. Could be an uphill battle. That's right. But it's a battle worth fighting. Um, yeah, that's really cool. You're almost almost an empty nester, huh? Yeah. Or Ryan's is, a sophomore. It's a sophomore. She'll be driving soon. Mm-hmm. So, which I think is kind of the precursor to an empty nester. Yeah. Where yeah. She'll be, you know. So, which is another thing that you got to get your head around, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's another big change that you've got to be prepared for because uh, when the house gets quiet, it gets real quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, you looking forward to that? I mean, let's not jump jump to the shark or whatever, but what would like? You like having your kids around? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not I can see. That. I can see that. I'm not looking forward. To I, 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 I can yeah. see that. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, by that time, Jake might be back in the area. Yeah, know? or uh, my daughter got a job. Oldest one. Oh, that's right. Lauren's the oldest. She's at Maryland. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'll come back. I, I think she'll come back to the house because she got a job just a couple miles away. Cool. What is what's the coolest thing about parenting? You think? The the coolest or yeah, no the most. It, yeah. it, they're, uh, it's a great the question. Most enjoyable or it's a great question because the lows are so low. Yeah. Right, and the highs are so high, and uh, just there's these tiny little moments where you're, you're. Let's just say over the past few months, your kid's been fighting you about something. Yeah. And then you're in, in one room, or you hear him talking to something, and they say to a third party somebody else a lesson that you've been teaching them. How about like, that, I man. didn't even think they were listening to that yeah that's yeah. pretty cool yeah that gives you like uh, reassurance to, <laughs> to keep on <laughs> saying the, I mean it's never a wrong time to say the right thing you know what I'm saying but on the other hand you could beat them over the head with like aphorisms and, and, and like this and that and you gotta let them figure out some life on their own you know it's, a, it's the fine line that's the balance of how much they figure out or how much you try to hammer into them right but um, maybe I'll have them listen to Pillars of the Community. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't. Know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, they can yeah. make they can make their own decision on that. Where, where's this going, Billy? You seem uh, you got cranked out seventeen in yeah, uh, yeah. in how many weeks? About I do about one a day. You know, take off the Lord's Day. Um, but have, have you been? If you were to self critique yourself, improving? What's, that's a good question. What do you, um, what, how would you self evaluate? Um. I think that I'm, I'm improving. Um, I think that, uh, I mean, it's, it's all, I think it's a lot of it's, it's, it's you got to be a good listener. You really, I think it really helps your listening skills because it's like, as I said earlier, we could flush this thing. We can edit it, but like, I don't like to, I like to, I like for whoever's listening, if anyone's listening to hear this is the, 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 the real, real, you know, unless we really get on some bad topic about some, some person or whatever it might be. Well, you know, we're going to go to print, you know, but, um, it's, it's, that has a little accountability in that, like if I zone out and I'm like, let's talk about the weather. I mean, that's not a bad segment. I mean, it's, 
there's no bad topics, but it's just to to just to try to stay present and plugged in is probably what I've been focusing on. Yeah. Most. Do you pay attention to the downloads, the numbers? Um. Yes. Yes. And. They're good. Okay. They're solid. Um, so downloads and thing subscribers, or it seems to be hard for me to attain. So when you so see downloads, the, means just they're they're kind I of think, taking it out of the cart. It, they're just cherry correct, picking. Okay, correct, correct exactly. Right. Um, they'll just play an episode or play two episodes. So those are, those are downloads. You can subscribe, <laughs> which I hope a lot of you, if anyone's listening, that, that you guys do. Um, and um, when we publish our episode. Um, knock on wood, everything keeps going fine. <laughs> the, the train doesn't fly off the tracks. But uh, that then on your phone, you'll get a notification that pillars of the one. community just posted. Okay, there's a new one out there. That's what you do if you if you subscribe. Right, uh, it's a good subscription. It's free. It's free. It's free. <laughs> no strings attached. You don't have to sell me. I mean, <laughs> right, 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 right. But I think those just tells if not if you're relevant or current. But I, I don't think that's the. You just got to be interesting. I think there's really, I think it's a good product. It's good content. It's just a matter of. Uh, I was talking to Jesse Miller about this uh, on a podcast. It's a lot of it is consistent. It's a consistent pouring of passion on whatever you're doing. It's just a life lesson, you mm-hmm. know. Um, if I, I I like doing these things, and the more I could have good, I think good quality content out there, and I'm consistent about it. Um, It'll catch on, you know. I think it'll catch on. I mean, it is catching on, but right. um, that's I think that's what equals success. I agree, and and especially in this COVID world, I think podcasts have been some people's sanctuary. Yeah, my sanctuary. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm listening to. I'm, I'm talking about listening to. I, I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. But it's it's almost like a lot of things, I guess, for me anyway. But I'm gonna. I'm a late bloomer to a lot of things mm-hmm. I would consider myself in my life. And sure enough, waiting to the end of the pandemic to start my podcast. <laughs> but I like to say better. I still get to the party. I'm just a little yeah, bit late. That's fine. Yeah. It's not fashionable. I agree. I agree. <laughs> like to make an entrance or something like there that. You go. Hello world. <laughs> Hello world. Oh, I didn't realize there's millions of podcasts out there. Okay. I'll be the million first. <laughs> but I think that yes, but at the end of the day, I really like it. Yeah. I really like it. I like reconnecting, connecting further with with people. You know, like you. Like last time I saw you was I don't I don't even know when. Like maybe six months. I don't even probably before maybe a year ago, before pandemic. So well, we we talked over the phone, but maybe the phone. maybe not face to face. You're right. Um, and then as I've said before, some of you guys have heard. Like everyone has a story. Uh, it doesn't matter who the heck you are. Um, you could mix paint, you know, 12 hours a day. You still got a story. And I think if you have a certain mind and you're curious and uh, willing to listen, it's interesting. And I think everyone's story can improve everyone else's story. You know? Um, That's why I love it. Good. That's what I love to do. And I was like, why why don't I put my... And I just sound better. I think I sound better on the mic than I do in real life. You're listening but, to yourself. I love uh, it. <laughs> um, so that's that. Um, what? So where did you go to undergrad? Yeah, I went to Maryland. I'm that's a, right. You're a Terp. Yep. Uh, I went to high school in Rockville. I went to Wooten High School. Cool. Public cool. school guy. Cool. Then went to 
Maryland and just has stayed Stuck local around. local ever since. Couldn't get rid of you. Yeah, bartended. Bad penny. Yeah, where'd you bartend? Really? No, so, I never heard of really. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't care. Uh, Next question. Yeah, no, no. Third edition. Nathan's, oh, that's right. Rumors. Oh man. A little bit down at the beach in Rehoboth. That's good stuff. Yeah. Almost all, all the bars that aren't there anymore. That's right. And uh, it was a, it was that was I didn't go to grad school. That was my grad school. That's a great grad school. Yeah. That's I mean when you're in the business that you're you're in business the business of people. It, it just to riff back on what you said, and I I do really believe this one of a, a successful business trait that I think is overlooked is being a good listener. Yeah. And there. Yeah. That's where it's have to, bar, that's a bartender's ear. That's where you, that's where it's developed. Yeah, you got to figure it out somehow. I think what what it, what it was for me was the books over there. You know, which uh, ones? <laughs> it's they're a all, whole bookcase. They're all, they're all fake. No, no, no. There was no. The, the idea was like when I got my master's, uh, reading a lot of those books. Okay, at St. John's College, um, and it's a seminar based deal. And in order to to, to get anything out of the two hour conversation, you have to you have to listen. So like kind of like hard stuff and try to follow it. Um, that was 10 years ago. And that was a pivotal point for me to sort of, number one, to open my, to really sort of uh, flower, my, let my education flower um, at that point. And it's kept going since. I still really love reading the classics. And also just helped me, uh, I think, become a better listener. You, you still know? do that New Mexico trip? I do. Uh, I didn't, last year was a no-go. Sure obvious reasons but this year is going to be a go i'll be there second week in july um for a week taking a class and debbie's gonna come nice yeah it's a great have you been to santa fe never you should come out i hear good things i'm not i'm not just saying you should grab your wife if you feel like flying you're probably fine with flying come out <laughs> i just look you, you got your shots uno shato yeah all right well, by the, by July you'll have your shots. <laughs> That's the plan. Come out and visit us. We'll have some tequila shots. Okay. <laughs> but it's out there. It's so stinking. I tell. I've, I've tried to probably told you. It's so stinking beautiful because it's 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 the it's the worst humidity swamp heat here, and it's out there. It's just dry and so clean. Yeah. Ninety and then sixty at night, and you need blankets. Great. You know. Anyway. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Maryland. Yeah. UMD. Yeah. Is it is it terp or twerp? I think you know. I think you do. Get rid of that dumb. I've never been a good speller. I gotta tell you, coming from a Duke grad, that just sounds so condescending. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I miss our the Duke Maryland rivalry. Do you miss that? I, I I gotta tell you, as you probably know, I don't know if it was is fervent on the Duke side as it was on the Maryland side, but there was nothing better. It's, nothing it was better. Fervent, definitely fervent uh, rivalry. Yeah, and while you're at it. Mm-hmm. And there, there. I mean, it could make it. It could make your year if you're a Maryland guy and uh, beating Duke. That's yeah. I mean, and vice versa. I mean, we we our comeback would be like you know, our rivals UNC. You know, so you're not right. our, not our rival. Yeah. Not our, but you know, come on. I've heard at the end all. of the day, I've heard it all. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the end of the day, yes, you were our rival. We, we wanted to beat you. you know. Right. Just right. as bad as anything. It like. was, um, yeah. It. I, I. I. Now maybe I was wrapped too much into it and too close to it, but I did believe that for a moment in time it did capture the community, mm-hmm. like people paid attention to it. 
And while it was never big as Skins Dallas, it wasn't small. Correct. Correct. It was, uh, when you said it, yeah, it wrapped the community. I mean, that's kind of what people would, would talked about the week leading up. You know that's what right. saying? Yeah. It's funny that in conversation, <coughs> oftentimes in our area, like, you run into somebody and it's like, you start talking about the weather because the weather's so wacky. Mm-hmm. And so is the town. But it's just like, it doesn't really matter what you start talking about. It's just like, it's, did you start talking? And then they, that'll go to the Maryland game. It'll go to whatever, your job, or go to your family. You know, it's just like, it's a, it's an interesting thing about, I think, conversation. It's just like, I don't know what to say. Just start talking about something. Yeah. Talk about the weather and then see where it goes. It definitely helps when the sports teams yeah, yeah, are yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So the last couple of years with the Nats and the Caps, you just talked to people in the elevator when, it, of course, when that happened. Yeah. And you talked to strangers. Yeah. About, hey, did you see the game? How about the Nats? That, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, would. Yeah. And yeah. Some, everybody wouldn't be a baseball fan, but it, it's easy to, especially since there's been such a long drought here, of athletic success mm-hmm. when it does happen we we grasp it w- with both hands yeah and it's like that's what <laughs> was bereft during the pandemic there were no sports to talk about that's right so you start talking about the last dance that jordan documentary uh-huh. or the whatever you know or the tiger woods one yeah the tiger woods one is what's that called oh, you haven't seen oh, that? have i seen it I it's just a two-parter but i think it's i think it's worth it I think it's a call. Tiger? Just took I think it's Tiger on HBO. Okay. And all you need to know about it is the last dance Jordan sanctioned it. He was part of it. He signed off on it. Oh yeah. Tiger did not sign off on this. Okay. So it it could be unfavorable light on some would say Tiger. Some would say balanced. But I'm sure <laughs> Tiger would say people have different scales, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right? But it's interesting. No, I, I, again, it's, it's not in, not interesting. You know, yes, like, it's interesting. So, fine. Yes. I wonder if Tiger. I, mean, I can imagine being a Tiger or, or Jordan, but like, I'm, I'm a, Tiger's probably like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but he might have. I don't know. He's not. I mean, he's not hurt, hurting for. You know, he's got plenty of money. Got, what was that Jordan one? Where he felt, I think it was Sports Illustrated, wronged him in some way. Some, some one of your listeners is going to know exactly mm-hmm. what the infraction was, but he hasn't given him an interview since. There, those those caliber of athlete are not spiteful. They're it's extremely extremely competitive. That's right. And I remember listening to or hear, yeah, an interview Tom Brady after the Super Bowl, and he's like. Yeah, I'm coming back, and uh, then he kind of the reporter kind of was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Cause I love to play the game." He's like, "Why?" Because <laughs> you know, like, I'm still good at it, and my body's in good shape, and I take care of it. it's a lifestyle. It's like, all right, well, why do you do that? He kept pressing him like a child, but it finally got to the point where it's like, "Well, actually, there's also you know, I'm still kind of like resentful that I didn't get picked, you know, higher in the right. college in the pro draft." Still as a chip, I will tell you. <laughs> So I went down to a Dallas Redskins game back when it wasn't the new stadium. It was whatever stadium. Uh, RFK? Te- te- no, Texas no, Stadium. Texas da- yeah. And Mark Brunel was the yeah. Redskins quarterback. Yeah. So just to give you an idea. It was a Monday night game, and we were lucky enough to have field passes, not during the game, but pregame. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it also happened to be at the time 
where Brett Favre was contemplating retirement. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember back there, but he was mm-hmm. like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So we're, they introduce the team and the place is going bananas. And they introduced the Cowboys, who were the home team, and they had some big, goofy cowboy on it, like a, an mm-hmm. ATV ride out. Mm-hmm. And then after him, the Cowboys. And they were chanting. <laughs> and, and, it, and you were on the field, and you could just feel the mm-hmm. energy. You could feel the vibrations. And I just looked at my buddy. I was like, I would never freaking retire. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, mm-hmm. literally rock star. The Rush. The rush. Yeah. You yeah. can't get that. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. To, I know. Well, I never got it, but I mean, yeah. There's, you, uh, when, yeah. What do they say when the music stops playing, right? Yeah. That's a, uh, I think it's a common thing with, if you've been to the heights, you know, why do you want to be anywhere else? It's like almost taking a drug. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's like if you're high on X, X drug or whatever, why go sober? You know? <laughs> well, might kill you. Like, <laughs> right. Probably a good reason. But like, you know, as long as you can get that natural euphoria, adrenaline high, then do it, you know? I got no, I mean, some of the people are like, you should retire. Like, do, do whatever the heck they want to do, you know? They retire for a year um, and want to come back and play. Then I, great. If you want to retire, great. Right. But I, I thought it interesting that, um, and I don't think, I don't think Brady's alone in this. That uh, his motives are not just internal. Okay, they're, like they're, they're, he has resentment. Yes, he has a chip, like you said. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "You're the goat. Like, you're the greatest. You've, you've achieved it." He's like, "Yeah, I just want to make sure that I erase any doubt." I'm like, all right, buddy. <laughs> Whatever lights your fire, bro. Yeah. I got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. So he's like, "Oh, you're ruining your legacy." He's like, "He's not concerned about that." It's just like I, I can get two more years. Yeah, and that that applies to what you said maybe about uh, Jordan Sports SI. He's gonna hold that grudge. Don't mess with me. That's right. <laughs> Don't mess with me. Right. Some guys take it like, to a different just level. Let it, no, it's, right. not, it's just it's almost like they're a lot of those guys are like another cut of species. There's a little offshoot of the well, I, I Homo don't sapien. Know. When I, I don't know. It's another movie reference. I got to believe you're a Goodwill Hunting fan. Yes. How about when they go back to the high school ba- the the high school baseball game and the guy slides in and they come out of the stands and they beat the guy up at second base because they held a grudge from high school. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't have to be Jordan or Brady to hold a grudge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I would think that they're above that stuff or something like that. Maybe not. They're human. Um. You know, I would think that like you get to a, such a certain re- refined level, you, you reveal. I do sometimes. I used to say you. Re- a lot of people revere these guys as not being human. That's right. So therefore, and and sometimes you would say that okay, LeBron James is look at what he can do with the basketball on the basketball court. He's he's he can do something that nobody else really on the planet can do, with the exception of a few. Therefore, some of his other traits must be superhuman as well. That's right. Which is not fair. Right, right. So we should care uh, what he feels about, you know, world hunger or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we, there's celebrities in all sense of the world. It just because uh, they've, you know, reached the heights of a popular sport. Yeah, yeah. As if you've, you've, you've reached the heights of uh, wealth management. <laughs> 
A segue. What a segue. So good. See, I've been working. By the way, 17 <laughs> podcasts in and already just rolling right off your tongue. <laughs> um, as the late, great Rush Limbaugh. One half of my brain tied behind my back just to make it fair. <laughs> just to make it fair. What a great line. That is a good line. I, I had not heard that. Um, uh, so how do you, how, how's, how's work going? Like you said that part of what kind of kept, got you through, uh, the pandemic was routine as of being able to get into the office. Yeah. Um, I, I, I could totally get it and relate. Um, how's the, how's the biz? Well, a little segue or to go full circle Mm -hmm. again, being on a team, having other people that you work with day in and day out that can motivate you somebody has a bad day everybody else picks you up yeah and so forth so i think that's happened uh that has been a positive you know not being a lone ranger a lone wolf type of thing where you're just kind of stuck in your own when yeah. you're, you're having a bad day there's there's nobody to pick you up right and then like I, I was telling you before we started i've been i've been trying to go to the office as much as can just to be normal yeah just it's, 100%. It, and, and it's more of a mental thing than it is mm-hmm. uh, anything else so I'm just thankful to the, the people I work with that they you know put up with me, yeah. that we get along, and that we're moving forward. And what, like, what lights your fire about, like, what you do? Uh, That's a great question. I talked to Henry about this because you and Henry are both the same company. Um, Does everybody on this know who Henry is? Henry Lynch, my brother-in-law. There you go. He hasn't been on yet. You got to get him. Put his he, feet to the fire. out. He's holding to you go to take it to the next <laughs> level. Like Dave G go. <laughs> be the guinea pig. <laughs> no, but like, what do you like? Yeah, well, so, you're you're a competitive guy. You're a great guy, and I feel like you're a passionate guy. And what you do is something that you love. That's accurate. Good. That's accurate. Now, so, that's the kind of person that you seem like, and I don't really know that the nuts and bolts of what you do, but I do. Yeah, I got a general idea. Sorry, go ahead. So, again, uh, you know, kind of an ex failed athlete wannabe you know like all of us grew up played high school sports played a little bit of college stuff just just rugby which was a club sport so it's not anything mm-hmm. uh that they give out letterman jackets for mm-hmm. but it didn't take away the the kind of the interest and the desire of being a competitor and uh you know so that's kind of what i still i still enjoy uh you know, meeting new families, uh, initiating new business, and so forth. I'm not in, uh, not as interested in whether the stock market's up and down that day or this week or what have you. Uh, again, that's a long-term thing, but I'm, I'm more really engaged in the relationship side and, and more so um, meeting new people, meeting their families, meeting their kids, and so forth, and really just getting your hands dirty in that atmosphere. Yeah, would you characterize yourself as a like an extrovert or people person? I would. Yeah. Um, so that makes a lot of sense. You know, if you like people, um, you have a good heart. Um, it's important. And if you take you take you have a good conscience, and then you take you like people. Therefore, you want the people around you to be happy, and you use your talents to make that happen through your business. Yeah, I've got a, you know. A lot of personality flaws. One of it is you just kind of like, I want people to, you know, I want to engage them. I want them to like have a positive feedback mm-hmm. for almost immediately. And my wife's always like, you, 
it kind of reminds me of that goofy commercial where people get old like somebody's like you don't know them you don't have to talk <laughs> to them i love those commercials <laughs> right yeah 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 yeah. Right, so i've got to tap the brakes a couple times yeah yeah it's good it's a good problem or fault to have you know you don't know you don't have to talk to everyone you don't have to talk to the checkout lady that's right all right we all see has blue hair <laughs> but uh i we're similar you know we're kindred spirits uh we always have been and i'm the same sort of way <laughs> like debbie my fiance is like do you have to talk to them? same deal yeah. you have to talk to them? Uh-huh. no but i like to you know right <laughs> Yeah, I don't need. I don't know if I need to, but I want to. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's like, like, and then like everyone's got to. You never know. Like, you never know if you just say hi, you smile, you say something nice, you notice their shirt or something. It might make their day. It might have. They don't have the worst day until someone says something. That's that's a really good point, right? And you don't know what's going on in their mind, but if you're positive, generally people probably from your sociology class mirror mm-hmm. you, right? You go mm-hmm. in super positive. The worst thing they think is you're a little strange. Which... <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. How's your downside on that, Billy? <laughs> oh, it's good. The worst thing. I'll write that down. The worst thing you think is you're a little strange. Um, there's a, a quote that kind of reminds me of I think what we're talking about is that be nicer than you be, be nicer than you have to be to people because you don't really know what kind of cross anyone's bearing. Okay. You know? Yeah. Same thing we're talking about. Just like the better. Yeah. Just not in doubt. Be nice. Try to make someone's day if you can by not being too obnoxious. (laughs) It's a struggle. (laughs) Sometimes it is. Sure. Find that middle ground, you know? Um, Last topic. We don't have to be, but I'd like to just to um, say that um, you've been battling a tough uh, cancer. Right, I have, and then you got you recently got some good news, but I'm like, hey, congratulations on cancer free, but like, hey, hey, it's not that it, it's not it, you know, it's still another five years, but uh, and I was t- talking with Henry earlier today, Henry Lynch, my brother-in-law, he's like, to do it through the pandemic is, uh, you know, it's not not easy, so I just wanted to uh, tip my hat to you. Uh, I appreciate it, um, you know, it's not something. You know, I'm hiding or whatever. I actually think during the pandemic it was easier okay. because I didn't have to be present as much at, at work, right? Mm-hmm. And but uh, the good news is it's prostate cancer. It's the one if you're going to get it, the one I think that you want to have. Mm-hmm. Though I got to tell you, other than you know when I tell guys they should get tested and, and really kind of keep their eyes about uh, eyes open about it because mm-hmm. I didn't realize how many people had actually afflicted it. It's not very rare at all. Mm-hmm. Most people know somebody who it's connected to. Mm-hmm. But again, in a self-defense mechanism, I haven't Googled it too much. Mm-hmm. So while I know my stuff, I don't know the odds. I don't know all this stuff. And again, it's more self def- I don't know if self-defense is the right word, yeah. but it, it just helps me sleep. If I had all those things running through my head at yeah, night, yeah. it'd be tough to get some actual quality to, sleep. To sleep. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You uh, you got to be able to turn it off, you know? Like, you're a thinker. I'm a thinker. I mean, I'm, a sens- I'm a sensitive guy, you know? And if, it, if, it, if something's on my brain, it's hard to get it off the brain. Um, so, but anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. 
Um, Dave Giulieri, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and a scholar. Cheers. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, Billy. It's been a lot of fun. It's Good. my uh, it's my first. There you go. Yeah. First of, you know, maybe some more. We'll see. You know, I just got to get an agent and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All the hundreds and hundreds of uh, listeners. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you.